Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, throughout the ages, people have sought to protect themselves from their enemies. They wore chain mail or armor plates and even leather whenever they went into a battle. Even in these modern days, soldiers continue to wear certain types of body armor, some of which is so strong they can prevent the penetration of numerous high-powered assault rifles. Apparently, level 4 armor is the highest rating of body armor currently available, and it will stop armor-piercing rifle threats. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Like many other articles of clothing, body armor can offer you no protection until you put it on. It needs to be worn daily by a soldier of Christ as he does battle in the world. Earthly soldiers need protection for their physical bodies, but a soldier of God will require spiritual armor to protect their souls. Look at Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17 says this, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with the truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God." Out in the world, the devil is attempting to turn people away from the truth of the Christian faith. And this is what he did to Eve in the Garden of Eden when he convinced her to go against the commands of God. And he doesn't want people to be obedient to God, but to join up in his rebellion. Some people think that the devil is going to show up with a red cape and horns. But the devil can appear with the outward beauty of a woman, or even as an apostle of Christ. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 13 through 15 says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. The works of the devil can be easily identified because he openly resists scriptural truth, the saints of God are endued with power from on high, filled with the Holy Spirit, which is given to all those who obey him. As soldiers of God, one must resist the devil and those who are involved with his works. James chapter 4 verse 7 says, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Second Thessalonians 2, 8 through 10 says, And then shall that wicked be revealed, uh, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Each of us needs to depart from civil, sinful living and put on the new man wearing God's armor of truth and righteousness. Romans 13 verse 12, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. You know, the devil is very deceiving and devious and cunning, and will attempt to manipulate someone to do what he wants them to do. And ultimately, he does not want you to do God's will. He doesn't abide in the truth. 
because he's a liar. We need to armor up with God's word so that we can see his lies for what they really are. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 7 says this, By the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. God's word is the greatest weapon that has ever been created because it can reach places that no earthly weapon can. Rather than piercing the temporal body, it can penetrate the soul. Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Isaiah 49 verse 2 says, And he hath made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand hath he hid me, and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver hath he hid me. Revelation 2 verse 16 says, Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. We must prepare to go into battle wearing the armor that God has provided us. There is spiritual wickedness that is going on throughout the entire world. And this battle will be won, not through the use of earthly weapons, because the battle is the Lord's. Look at 1 Samuel 17, verse 47 says this, And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Earthly soldiers will protect and defend their own lands and homes, but a soldier of God is put forth to defend the gospel of Christ. Philippians 1 verse 17, it says, I am set for the defense of the gospel. 1 Thessalonians 5, 8, But let us who are of the day be sober, and putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. Isaiah 59, verse 17, uh, For he put on righteousness as a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation upon his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, and was clad with zeal as a cloak. Isaiah 11, verses 4 through 5, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. It is the shield of faith that can protect us from all the fiery darts of the wicked. When you truly possess biblical faith, you won't allow yourself to be deceived by the lies of this world. Genuine faith will accept Scripture, not as the word of man, but as it is in truth, the word of God. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. So what we need to do is to put on our helmets, and carry the sword of God, so we can stand up against all the works of the devil and his treachery. And this will require better protection than anything that is worn in this world. You're going to need to put on God's body armor. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.